0: is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at www.iamwomanproject.com.au. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favourite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at I Am Woman Project and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show.
1: Hello and welcome, this is Julianne Black and you're listening to the I Am Woman Project, the place where collaboration meets inspiration and possibility. It's my absolute pleasure to introduce today um, Genevieve Clay Smith. Genevieve and I have only recently met when I saw her speak um, at the Women in Leadership Conference here in Melbourne recently and she was fascinating and we had a lot of synergies with regards to TV and what she's up to in the creative space and I just wanted her to share all her goodness with you. Um, So this will be a fascinating conversation as we deep dive um, into who Genevieve is, how she operates, how, she's, how she just makes her world tick. So welcome, Genevieve. Thanks, Julianne. Thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to uh, share with you and your listeners. My pleasure. Thanks for coming. No <laughs> Thanks for saying yes. Um, so Genevieve is the 2015 New South Wales Young Australian of the Year and winner of the 2014 100 Women of Influence Young Leader Award. She's the co-founder of Bus Stop Films a not-for-profit dedicated to giving people with, inter- with intellectual disability access to film studies. She's also the co-founder and co-owner of creative agency, Taste Creative, which was nominated as Best Emerging Agency of the Year in 2015, Mumbrella Awards, and b and Awards. My goodness, that is a list, isn't it? Very impressive. Ah, oh, thank you, Julianne.
2: It's uh yeah, it's, it's lovely when your hard work does get recognized. It puts wind in your sails. So I'm very grateful for, for the acknowledgments I've received.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. And you know, for, as I was reading it out, I'm like, just take your time, slow down so you can so I didn't get all tongue tied on everything that was coming up there. <laughs> but there are so many awards and you know, so many accolades. How did you um like how did they all come about for you because it's been it's been a lot quickly (laughs) yeah
2: look 2014 and 15 it started kind of ramping up um and it it's really interesting because you you don't really do your work for awards I mean I personally don't and I don't Mm. think it's a a great idea to kind of be focused on awards, but um, certainly, like I mentioned before, when hard work does get acknowledged and recognized, it does um, give you um, energy, I believe, and particularly my work with uh, the not-for-profit bus stop. It's um, it's a voluntarily run organization. I've been dedicating volunteer hours to it for the past seven years, and um, a lot of love pours into it. and. Picking up the 2015 New South Wales Young Australian of the Year award just confirmed to me that people want our program out there. Um, it was like a beautiful um, confirmation from from my community saying, "Keep going! Uh, what you're doing is good and needed." And um, it certainly did provide me with energy and yeah, confidence to to keep up that work. And and I suppose just on the taste creative front. I mean, my husband and I started that business off uh, in a little kind of walk-in wardrobe off the side of my bedroom. And so, um, and we used to, you know, celebrate by, you know, buying a pie down the road if things went well. We were so poor, (laughs) a pie was a treat. And um, so to be able to kind of grow it over the past five and a half years and then get that acknowledgement, it just, it just kind of. You know, it's it's really lovely and and a lovely, lovely confirmation of hard
1: work. Yes, and 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 thanks for sharing that because I think it is like a lot of the best things that we create (laughs) do happen from the most obscure places like kitchen benches and we i think that i I love the fact that you celebrated so early as well um in in the fact that you knew that celebration was a big part of tapping yourselves on the back and Mm -hmm. to keep moving Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be expensive when you don't have the cash flow (gasps) taking a five minute break a 10 minute break a 15 minute walk and having a pie or an hour walk and a pie and just a look into each other's eyes and go oh my god we're making progress
2: yeah it's true it's true no we've really tried to from the beginning celebrate every little success because with every success
1: there's a failure on the
2: other side it really preceded it it. (laughs) absolutely there's lots of failures on the journey as well so it is important to celebrate the successes when they come along
1: yes yes And 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 the other thing that's a standout as well is that when we're listening to um, your uh, introduction, um, you know, young Australian of the year, um, it seems like all of these things have been, um, you know, quick succession like 2014, 2015, it went boom. But when I heard you talking before, it was, you know, Bus Stop Films has been seven years in the making. Mm. Creative, uh, Taste Creative has been five years in the making.
0: Mm. You know,
1: you started really young in um, in your endeavours to create greatness mm. and there's always a journey in that. So once again, you're demonstrating, even though you're getting the accolades as a young um, person still, um, the endeavours are not an overnight success. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, you know, t- next
2: year actually marks 10 years of me working in the film industry and and, um, and getting my first filmmaking job. And, um, you know, it's definitely been, um, a, a, a you know, a, a journey that hasn't just been overnight for sure. And, you know, success... You know, success, um, great sustainable success doesn't happen overnight. It really doesn't. You, you have to learn the lessons, the hard lessons mm. that come with building a business and with building a career. Um, you know, the hard lessons are what will sustain you in the long run and help you to avoid making the same mistakes in the future so you can have a sustainable career and sustainable business. Yes, um, yes. You know, so... Yeah, definitely not overnight success. It was, it's been, it has been a build, and and we're continuing to um, to build. Uh, you know, there's more for us as well. Um, my husband and I with Taste, we've got goals that we want to achieve, and with Bus Stop, there's work to be done in making it sustainable. So, um, you know, the, the journey continues, and there's always something else to do as well on the journey. It kind of never just finishes with us. <laughs> a bright shiny accolade there's always there's something else there's a
1: new goal uh to set and achieve so yeah yeah absolutely always something to to be striving for and I think when we when we recognize that um the variety and the creativity can still stay really buoyant and the energy and the and the the go-gettedness um, can still really stay very vibrant and buoyant in that, mm. and it does. It takes time to build any foundation.
2: Mm. It's true. It's true. It does. Uh, you know, you don't want to just shoot up like a quick sapling and then get knocked over in the breeze. You know, you've got to have um, you've got to have solid roots and go that goes down deep. To, to sustain you um, for when those storms of life do come along when those tests do come um, and they do and um, it really is the determining factor of um, of if if you will succeed because um, there's been many times where I feel like I could have given up and you know contemplated changing directions but I stayed firm and decided not to let failure um, be the defining factor of uh, of my career i i chose that i chose to make failure something that could propel me forward and something that would help me to learn from. Um, and I think it is it is a defining moment when you're faced with a failure. Uh, will you um, quit while you're ahead or will you give it another push? Um, mm. And I feel like you know uh, that's been a big part of my journey
1: for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful and it it reminds me of Napoleon Hill from Think and Grow Rich that um, it's that burning desire and the persistence that has someone go through um, Mm -hmm. the the troubled waters and it's not the vision that needs to change, it's the plan in implementation that needs to change and that's what you've demonstrated in what you've just shared there. Amazing. So what is your drive what drives you? What's the best part of your job?
2: I have a few different drivers because I do have a split portfolio career. <laughs> I'm not kind of just one doing one job. So, you know, I do I work in, you know, creative agency space and I work in not-for-profit space with Bus Stop Films and then I, I work as a filmmaker and I love storytelling and being involved in our film industry. And there's a few different drivers within those different portfolios. And for Bus Stop Films, I'm driven by my desire to make film studies accessible for people, to give people with intellectual disabilities uh, the opportunity to engage in great intellectually stimulating programs that stretch and grow them. So, you know, through Mm -hmm. our film studies course, we increase English skills, living skills, work-ready skills, confidence and well-being for our students with an intellectual disability through providing them with a film school experience. And I really do see a lot of kind of day programs out there for people with intellectual disability that really are not stimulating, do not really tap into hidden potential. I feel like there's, you know, I feel like we as a society don't really fight hard enough to help people with intellectual disabilities reach their full potential. And, and so I'm really driven by making a difference in that space and doing it through my passion for film studies. Mm. Um, as a filmmaker, I'm driven to make great content, great entertainment that um, you know, inspires people, that uh, makes them laugh, makes them cry. Just all round great entertainment. We need more of it. We need more family films. We need more films that speak to the heart and broad audiences. So you know, I'm inspired. I'm inspired and driven to do that and tell diverse stories and you know help people understand a different human perspective. And then in my creative agency, I'm really passionate and driven to create um, incredible content, to work with change makers in businesses that are on the forefront of innovating in their business and really wanting to uh, push the boundaries in their business and, um, and use great creative strategy to drive impact. You know, we, we want to work with those people that are um, on the forefront that are innovative and so we're, you know, my husband and I are very driven by, by working with those people and, and to make great creative content in, in those businesses, you know, through branded entertainment and other, and other forms, you know, digital innovations. Um, so they're kind of, you know, the, the drivers
1: within those different aspects of my career that get me going. Amazing. And, it's all, and, and, and it all comes back to outcomes, loving it, and collaboration.
2: Absolutely, I'm extremely outcome-driven. If we're not getting outcomes, we're not seeing results and making difference and making change, the job's not being done and so I am passionate about outcomes. I am driven by results, definitely.
1: Mm. Well, it's also um, proof and evidence now that um, the key to happiness is progress. So when we actually feel like we're progressing through life and achieving outcomes Big and small, uh, and celebrating those milestones, we actually get a sense of purpose, and that we're making a difference, that we're contributing in a positive way, and mm. having a having a great impact in the world. Mm, mm. Yay! So, with benefit of hindsight, what would you have done differently, if anything, in your life and career?
2: Mm, benefit of hindsight. Right. Yeah, hindsight's an interesting one because it's dangerous as well. Ah, uh, yes, you beat yourself up for bad decisions that you've made. <laughs> um, look, I mean, if there's a you know, there's been quite a few different lessons. I think um, a few lessons would be about trusting the gut, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> trusting the gut um, on on key decisions, and and really kind of. Um, doing background research, more background research on the people we've worked with, mm-hmm. and and whatnot. That would be one that um, that is really important. You know, really, really make sure you um, you know who you're working with, and and um, and make sure it's a it is a good it
1: is a good match. Yeah, and values um, alignment.
2: Yeah, values alignment, that kind of thing. Um, don't jump the gun. Don't jump. <laughs> the head. Um, you know, all that kind of thing. Um, and look, at the end of the day, um, I've I've stressed a lot over the years. I've caused myself a lot of anxiety and angst. And you know what? Like, I wish I could just go back and tell myself to relax. Because <laughs> honestly, if you, if you get the 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 concept of day to day, you know, really, how, how's it gone today? Have you gotten through? Have you been able to, you know, you know, tick off? even the small to-do list like if you can get through day to day, it really helps particularly when you are facing a big challenge. Um, you know you can't you know worrying doesn't add any hours to your life you know it doesn't um, it doesn't help you. Um, and I just wish I could go backwards and even in the midst of great storms and tribulation and I wish I could just take time out to go. Um, has today worked out, I'm still here, I'm still alive, not, you know, the the bottom hasn't completely fallen out, um, I'm not going to worry about tomorrow until I get to tomorrow, I'll just work it out day to day. Um, you know, I think that that would be something I'd try and really get into my head. <laughs> yeah, Yes. Yeah.
1: And into your body because you operate from a different um, uh, vibration when you uh, when you're there from a place of peace and excitement and um and y- you know harmony uh as opposed to stress and worry and anxiety or lack fear scarcity and desperation it's a you know you create different results from um from having that and I love what's in there um at the base of all of that as well is gratitude that mm-hmm. I'd say hang on a second okay the the I haven't been swallowed up I'm still here I'm grateful for what I have achieved let me just focus on um, all the goodness that's also available for me in the, in this moment um, mm. and it's almost like changing the camera angle and going okay yeah I can focus on all the shit or I can actually focus on the fact that whoa I'm actually still here yeah I've still got perseverance in my heart I've still got a drive to make this happen I've still got the desire to find discover and create the solution Mm. in order to make this rock and roll Mm, mm.
2: yeah absolutely you know I think I think it's really important I certainly um make an effort to be satisfied each day you know to be um to to look at my day be grateful and um feel a sense of satisfaction for the you know the life that I have on a on a just a day to day basis I try not to look at the whole elephant you know I try to you know get through an elephant one bite at a time.
1: <laughs> and so, what's the best piece of advice that you've been given? Oh man, there's
2: been lots of great advice, but you know I think the big bit of advice that I kind of live by and that I've kind of um, taken on board is you know and it's a big i think it's quite popular at the moment as well i see a lot of um, kind of inspirational quotes around it but i, I really do, do take it seriously it's um you know it's not it's about not feeling fearing failure failure is a natural part of life um you know you have your mountaintops you have your valley lows and um and you know i think if you can understand that failure is not um is not something that has to determine uh, the direction of your life, but just rather part of the landscape on your journey to where you want to go, I think it, it puts you in good stead not to let it stop you from, um, from going after your goals and dreams.
1: Beautifully said, really beautifully said. So what's the, uh, having, having um, gone into that, then what would be one of the greatest lessons that you have learnt to date? Ah, oh, greatest lessons to have learned.
2: Um I think uh I think that one of my big lessons has been really about managing how I react to situations outside of my control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um you can't control how people are gonna react, behave, you can't control how they're gonna do things, and in fact trying to control things around you Actually, just it, it, it doesn't – I've found that trying to control things doesn't really help things get done. Um, I've, I believe one of my biggest lessons has been to, um, to let go when I would want to try and control uh, the outcomes of situations, um, to be satisfied with uh, doing my best in a situation and, um, doing all I can and then kind of letting, letting it unfold before me. That's um, been a big lesson of mine. I think it's helped in terms of, um, you know, reducing stress and anxiety and it's helped as well with my enjoyment of projects and doing projects and doing life in general.
1: <laughs> and I personally resonate really well with that and I'm sure that uh, our listeners <laughs> also resonate with that let it go um yeah. it's yeah and 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 it is so beautiful to try not to control um things that um that 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 are outside of your control
2: exactly and just you know always giving the benefit of the doubt trying not to go to anger first mm. try to go to empathy first to understand where a person's coming from understand the situation i think you know because a part of the control thing is like you get angry that things aren't happening your way or um you know it's not happening how you would like it to happen but um you know if you can kind of um i mean i try not i try these days not to go to anger first i try to go to a place of understanding work through things diplomatically and um and you know the less you can blow your lid, the better. I mean, it's just good for relationships, yes. it's good for progress, it's good for um, performance and getting the job done. Um, so you know, it's been you know, I've it's been part of my learning journey for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And within that, I I love the fact that you know, by by not going into um, to anger, it's also keeping tap and awareness of your ego because that's what's coming into play as well
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um and so when you whenever you stay in your heart space you are naturally going to want to go to empathy and compassion um and understanding uh rather than any of the other um secondary emotions that kind of bursted out through an ego episode so Mm yeah Mm -hmm. incredible um, and what advice would you, um, would you give to your younger self?
2: Oh, advice to my younger self. Um, I had a really, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I, I just kind of thought I was good at one thing and that was acting. And I really didn't think I had much potential for anything else. And, um, I would really go back and say to myself, you know, you, you could be good at more than one thing. You know, I'd, I'd advise myself not to put put myself in a box because yeah. when you, when, you know, coming into starting to explore other careers and, you know, I now have a very versatile career that is across portfolios and um, it was a real struggle for me to get out of the box, you um, to actually accept that I'm a multidisciplinary person and have skills across um, industries and I move between industries, um, it took a while for me to embrace that. Uh, and I got quite depressed over where my, I was kind of heading organically. It's like, what am I? Who am I? I, I should just be able to do one thing and why, why am I kind of shifting and moving into this kind of multi-territory space? Um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, not putting yourself in a box, embracing that actually we're, you know, as human beings, quite incredible and capable of so much more than what we can give ourselves credit for sometimes. You know, we've got so much in us. You know, we, we can't put ourselves in a box. We've got to embrace the fact that there is more to us. And I think, um, you know, being open to to um, exploring that, exploring um, your other passions and, you know, other ideas for your career and other um, avenues for, for what you can be doing in society and to make a difference uh, and what your capacity is, you know, um, I think is really important. You know, don't, don't settle. I would say just don't
1: settle for
2: a capped uh, potential. You know, always have the lid off. That's what I would say
1: amazing i love that i'm sitting here with the biggest smile on my face going that is it's that's epic that's such a it's such a great answer Um, don't put yourselves in a box and I love that um, you know it is cross-functional as far as well what about hobbies broaden out from a hobbies point of view broaden out the way that you chill out broaden out the food that you eat or the food that you cook or you know the friends that you have the places that you go the places in the world that you want to see it's very exploratory and it's very experiential and I think with that um, we get to have many more experiences. Experiences that create more fun more freedom and more fulfillment mm,
2: absolutely no I agree
1: mm. and if we think about that from a human nature point of view as well we need that flexibility so mm. when we stop putting ourselves in a in a box we open up to being able to be much more flexible oh um, yeah
2: okay. absolutely and I think flexibility is really important I think life is in itself quite fluid. Yes. Um, You know, it really is. We don't walk in a straight line. You know, (laughs) we go through landscapes of life where. Move in between opportunities, and I think it's really healthy to have a flexible um, attitude to life. And I did have more of a rigid kind of approach to life, and I think that um, over the course of developing the career I currently have, I have become more flexible, and I've had to become more flexible. Mm-hmm. It was really hard for me to get out of the nine to five mentality. You know, that's another thing. I mean, because when he, when we started the business, my husband and I, we um we had to be so diligent with our time and we wanted to spend every waking second on developing this business. But as it grew and as kind of my career began to take shape, I had to understand that I had to divvy up my time in different ways. And, you know, sometimes I'd have to take, if I was to function normally, like I'd have to take some time off, and that might be during the week. Goodness for this, yes. <laughs> you know, not the weekend. <laughs> and um, it's really healthy to have that understanding that rest has to come into it. And you know, if you've got to work on your weekend, You've got to take time off during the week, even though it might feel wrong at the start because you've kind of been in like a nine to five weekday mentality and your weekends are for, you know, whatever you've got to do. But, you know, having a fluid um, approach and flexible approach to how you manage your time and divvy up, you know, what you're doing with your time is, is
1: really healthy and important in my opinion. 100% totally agree with that. And that's also pushing the, um, the status quo. Um, because a lot of what you'd said in that answer, from um, training yourself out of being one, having one discipline, and being a master at one thing, and 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 kind of like all the hardness that that kind of came with breaking out of that shell, mm-hmm. is a lot to do with the societal beliefs and values that are handed down from generation yeah. to generation.
2: Oh, absolutely, and it is a very you know the future generations like the millennials currently and the future gens are going to have a much more fluid, much more fluid approach and understanding to, to the workplace. They There will be more, um, you know, portfolio careers popping up. People will move fluidly between industries and hybridize industries as well. So, um, you know, it, it, it is a generational thing. It is a cultural thing and I think it's healthy to have, you know, have an understanding of that and understand well actually I don't have to fit into that mold if this
1: is where I'm going in life yes 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 <laughs> and we're already seeing that aren't we where we need wi-fi a mobile phone a computer and we can be anywhere in the in the world oh, and yeah. whatever size organization we want yes it's, it's, yes, it's incredible yes. it's absolutely incredible So I'm curious if there is anything that keeps you up at night. Do you know I'm a really good sleeper?
2: (laughs) And that frustrates a lot of people. (laughs) It's it's a real gift, to be honest. Even when um, I went through some of my most tumultuous times, I've had the gift of sleep. Like I really, um, you know, I've been really, really blessed and fortunate to sleep when, you know, probably, you know, some other people wouldn't have had such such a a fortunate thing um i've i don't stay up at night i really value uh, rest and sleep and um you know i have i've been really fortunate to to have that i'm i'm not um i'm not prone to sleepless nights which is which is really great i understand how lucky i am (laughs) because i know a lot of people who who you know do stay up who do suffer from that when stress hits and um you know, I, I don't take it for granted.
1: Well, especially considering that you'd spoken earlier so openly and honestly about the worry and the stress that mm. you used to get into. Yeah. That, and, and I think the differentiation that I have there is that you value sleep. Now, a lot of people don't have that in their in their hierarchy of values. Mm. So. Yeah. By having sleep as one of your top five, top 10 values, then that, you know, it's important for you. You will set yourself up of an evening. I'm sure you have an evening routine in order to wind down. So when you do get to bed and you do go into your pillow zone, um, you are prepared for that.
2: Yeah, it is the value of mine. I do value it, I do understand it's important. And, um, yeah, I think it it is important that it's not just an inconvenience, that it's actually an important part of how we function and we need it.
1: Mm. Um, So who, has there been anyone that has been an amazing influence on you?
2: I have a lot of,
1: yeah, look, I have a lot of mentors,
2: uh, mentors that I owe a lot to, Mm. um, people that kind of saw potential in me, um, when I was quite young, uh, you know, a teenager have given me opportunities, and, you know, encouraged me and I, you know, I I really value mentorship and I have great friends that are doing some amazing things who I look up to as well. I really try and surround myself with people who are doing, um, doing things that I admire. It helps to inspire me with what I'm doing and invigorates me and kind of puts faith in me. I'm really good friends with the amazing Holly Ransom who, you know, has been pinned as our, you know, next, um, you know, eventual uh, female uh, prime minister and she's doing incredible work with the UN and I'm good friends with, um, you know, the co-founders of Thank You Group and just, you know, being friends with those guys has been awesome. I mean, just they're great friends, but I get so inspired by you know what they do and and the values behind what they do and, and the big why behind what they do and I look up to them. I look up to those friends of mine and and I have older mentors that have gone further than me, are wiser than me, know more than me, and I try to always remain teachable. You know, if they've got some advice to me or you know some some form of correction, I take it on board. I, I want. I don't want to think I've got it all figured out. I never want to think I've got it all figured out. I'm always open to learning more. And you know, I've got great mentors in in the incredible Wendy Simpson. Oh, I am. She was instrumental in bringing the internet to China in the Chinese history books. So her innovation and and her um, capacity to really uh, you know step out on a limb is very inspiring. And um, you know, I have I have great um, you know old uh, women who who are Um, you know, in their 50s and 60s around me that have had incredible careers that I really try and learn as much off as possible. So, yeah, that's kind of, I have a collective group of people that, that I really look up to and admire and are inspired by.
1: I love that. And one of the things that you said when you spoke at the recent Women in Conference um, women, women in Leadership Conference was um, the power of inclusion and I think that um, that list that you just shared then was um, was testimony to that as well. Yeah I mean
2: I, I have a big message I mean you heard it um, on inclusion and the importance of inclusion and um, you know we all need to find a way to you know find someone and give them Opportunities that they may that you know opportunities that they um, that we have been afforded that they may not have been afforded um, to open up our lives and to to give into people and I'm definitely the product of other people's inclusion I I say that I've been included in the lives of incredible people that said yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that precious commodity I can never get back my tongue, I'm gonna I'm gonna invest my time into you I'm gonna take you under my wing I'm gonna Um, I'm going to include you in my life and my knowledge and my learnings. And um, without that, I would definitely not be where I am. I definitely understand I'm the product of other people's kindness and inclusion.
1: Yeah. And I love the fact that what you do um as your as your long CV and accolades and the mark that you're making in the world is that it's not only about the inclusion from others it's the action that you take from being included and that's what um i believe is is one of the um the greatest uh, uh sort of marks of respect Um, that we can show someone for giving us that time is by taking action on what it is that we've heard we've seen we've absorbed we've listened Mm. um, and then we go out there and do as much goodness as possible um, because of that so just Mm. awesome Mm. so if you had a word one word um, that best describes you your personal brand what would that be?
2: Wow, really interesting question. (laughs) Um, one word to describe me and my personal brand. Oh wow, okay. I've never had that type of question before. You usually get about three or four words. (laughs) Um, look, I mean, I try and um, I try and in everything I do, um. I try to be, I try to be bold. Mm. I, I hope that I could be bold in every in every decision I make and have conviction and belief in in what I'm in what I'm doing. I mean I, I try I I try and the, everything the drivers that I have to do what I do, I hope I do them with boldness and passion and I would hope that you know the work I'm doing makes a bold impact and I would I you know I'd like to be known as someone who's
1: bold. So I'm going to just say bold. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. and it Yes, I love it. <laughs> so what are three golden nuggets you'd like to give our listeners today? Mm, three nuggets.
2: Okay. Um, I think a big one, which I've kind of mentioned a few times, is not to fear failure. Mm. Um, let it be a part of the journey. Um, don't try and avoid it. Just walk through it when it comes and, um, you know, dust yourself off and keep going. Um, Be inclusive. That's something I always talk about. Um, You know, when we've been afforded opportunities, there's lots of other people that haven't been given those same opportunities. There are people from low socioeconomic um, situations. I was from a low socioeconomic home um, and I had no connections to people of influence, power. I had no connections to finance or money. And um, it, it was other people believing me and including me um, and, and helping me access those types of connections that have been able to give me great opportunities to, to forge it, this type of career, So be inclusive, give people other, you know, give others opportunities, give back. Um, and I would also say to rest, you know. I think, I think, you know, people that listen to a podcast like this are obviously very motivated people you're out there doing things you want to develop yourself um i think it's really important that in our go 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 society where we're placing a lot of emphasis on achieve 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 you know we've got to give ourselves permission to just take a back step for a moment and rest and you know eat the cookie eat the ice cream um go for the walk buy the pie (laughs) <laughs> um celebrate the little victories and and rest you know we're not defined by our achievements we're defined by our impact and we're only going to be able to make an impact if we are kind to ourselves and rejuvenate and have the energy to do so so um you've got to give yourself permission to slow down sometimes um things won't happen overnight and you will burn out if you don't um if you don't just you know take a little bit of time to to rest and heal once in a while so that they would be my three nuggets
1: they're brilliant they're absolutely brilliant uh, they're <laughs> nothing they're brilliant <laughs> um that, so what does um, the future story uh, this, the future storyline um, for Genevieve look sound and feel like in one sentence have a, have a few more words in this one <laughs> Um, the future storyline is
2: a happy, satisfied, and impacting life that, you know, that, that is, uh, I guess, that, that, that prioritizes things in the best way possible. And when I talk about prioritize, I'm talking about, you know, really focusing on what matters in life. If you don't mind me just elaborating on that because I know you only wanted a sentence, sorry. Um, but I understand that we live in a really, um, a really fast-paced, high-achieving society. And I never want achievement and the desire to, you know, have success overshadow the importance of family and satisfaction in life, you know, so that enjoying the little things. Um, I hope that my husband and I would build a strong family together and that we would simply be happy in what we do. And that would be the, the future storyline.
1: Amazing. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for being with us today. No worries. It's just, it's been incredible to hear um, your answers to that. And Um, for, for someone, um, of your age, it's, there's so much wisdom that comes out of you and I look forward to, uh, to watching this space as you, um, as you evolve even more into the impact that you're going to um, to have in the world it's just it's so beautiful oh, thanks Julianne. it's <laughs> been so, lovely lovely time chatting with you it's been lovely yeah ace I'm glad you've enjoyed it um, so we're going to have some links on the page as to um, where people can find you do you have a couple of websites that you'd like to share as well yeah, so, um, I suppose my the three different
2: websites, um, are the, the Taste Creative website is, uh, www.tastecreative.com, the bus.films site, www.bus.films.com.au, and, you know, we've also got a Facebook page, bus.films. Uh, And a YouTube channel where you can see all the inclusive films that we've made with our students with an intellectual disability. Um, Then there's my personal site that gives kind of a whole spectrum on everything I do, www.gclaysmith.com. So you can find out all the information on those different websites.
1: Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is Julianne Black for the I Am Woman Project. Keep smiling and be brilliant now.
0: That brings us to the end of the show. If you have any questions, please send us an email to jennifer at Project.com.au or twitter at I Am Woman Project, and we will get right back to you. If you were listening to this podcast on iTunes, please make sure you leave a review or rating about the show. We would love to hear your thoughts. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Until next time, please take care.